What up, Eagle Talk fam? It's Rosemary. And your boy, Corey Lewis. Not too long ago, we left everything familiar in our hometown of Chicago and relocated to Dallas. Since then, we've grown a seven-figure real estate business. And more importantly, a life that we absolutely love. Like many of you, we have been on the lonely side of building a business. And we know exactly how whack that can be. We also know success leaves clues, and that is why we created this space just for you. You don't have to go on this entrepreneurial journey alone. We got you. Let's Eagle Top. What up, Eagles? What's up, guys? We are back with one for you. We are back. And today we are going to talk about how to get out of the rat race. Much needed conversation. Oh, my goodness. So I feel a little bit convicted uh, with this conversation because I don't know if you remember. It was probably, oh, goodness, it was over 15 years ago because we were newly married and we played that game by Robert Kiyosaki. Oh, uh, cash flow. Cash flow. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever played cash flow, I mean, it's a deep game. It's like a monopoly on steroids. But there is a part of the game where you stay in the rat race mm-hmm. and then you do something to get out of it. Yeah. And I will tell you, like when we were playing that game, I was playing with you. This was when my mindset was a lot different than it is right now. I was playing with you and I was playing with um, I think Cornell, right? Cornell and his wife. And all of y'all were so excited to get out the rat race. But I was like, I'm kind of comfortable here. Like, I have a steady paycheck. <laughs> like, uh, that is like funny. all of my bills were paid. Like, no, I wasn't going to be rich. But in that game, I was like, I'm kind of content. And I, yeah. So that, yeah, I feel convicted. A okay. Bit. So, so, a little bit. So, okay. For our viewers, let's, 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 uh, describe the rat race because I, I kind of to me the rat race and the hamster wheel are the same thing okay so okay. how would you describe because because this is a great example because in that when I was playing that game you know I was financially stressed so I was like I wish I was like in the green every month yeah. and I do think that sometimes because people have positive like they're not in the red at the end of the month it's easy for us to not recognize that we have created a rat race for ourselves, right? We're just scrambling mm-hmm. after the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it mean to be in a rat race? I think it starts out with recognition of understanding where you are. So prime example, if you are working and paying your bills, but you are still um, barely getting by, mm-hmm. right? Month after month, year after year, that is the race. That's that's the hamster wheel that we're talking about. Um I also think that a certain level of success is wanted when you're trying to get out of the rat race. And if you can't get out of there, in my opinion, if you can't get out of there, then you're still in that race, right? You're still chasing something that you haven't obtained yet. Yeah. And and I'm going to add to that because I I think that that's one level. Like if you can't, like if you're not meeting ends meet, right. But you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result that definitely can be described as being in a rat race. Mm-hmm. But I also think that like, I know some people that are successful, right. That what they're doing is working, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's a consistent, you know, it's a consistent grind. There is no quality of life. Yeah. Like it's, it's consistently pulling you and drawing you and it's no longer fun. Like you almost feel like you're a slave to yeah, the thing. For sure. Um, so I, I think that we have to be careful because, and this is what happened to me when I was playing that game, right? 
I was thinking that, oh, because I'm positive on cash flow and I'm not quote unquote struggling, mm-hmm. then this really doesn't feel like a rat race. Right. But for there are so many people, think about folks that end up, you know, moving from one profession to entrepreneurship or moving from entrepreneurship to a profession because you figure out like, I'm never going to get out of the cycle of not enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever we define not enough is, it could be not enough money, not enough fulfillment, not enough freedom. Yeah. Um, but it's figuring out that I am in this continuous, never ending cycle where I am, where I'm always striving, but I'm not reaching fulfillment. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking about something that I shared with you. I think it was last week and we were talking about um, how many people go for in the beginning, right? Trying to get out of that race. Yeah. They go for the the flow and not building up the reserves. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And Ryan Panita. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it is. I think, you know, you you get comfortable with the two week check yeah. situation, right? Everything is being paid. You are supposedly in the green. But if you have one mishap, one, you know, uh, transmission blue or whatever it is, right? You were concentrating on the the flow and you weren't really concentrating on building the reserves. Building for the you. reserves. Yeah, for sure. So that's one of the ways that I think you can get out of there. So let's talk about let's give some practical steps. So the first thing that. Um, we have identified when it comes to like, how do you get out of the rat race? Mm-hmm. And we're going to sound like a broken record. And we actually talked about this on episode 106. Mm-hmm. And that, it, oh, like 106 in part. Oh, <laughs> 106. But we talked about shifting your mindset. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that in anything, like anytime you're in something and you figure out like this, this math ain't math and it's yeah. just not doing what it's supposed to do. There is going to be a requirement of us shifting our mindset and being open to what this could look like, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that it starts with a thought. Yeah, I think definitely a thought. I'm thinking of something that I saw the other day. It said 57% of the people that got uh, college degrees feel they wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Am, am I saying don't get a college degree? No, if you have something that you got and it's providing a living or a lifestyle for the however you want to keep it keep it but i also think that everybody should have some sort of ownership yeah meaning in the business i really really believe that um and hopefully young you know so you, you give it time to grow but i think that entrepreneurship you should at least have your toe in that water also that'll help you get out of the rat race for sure okay so just just going into that right because so so i'm saying you have to shift your mindset Corey is saying that there maybe you need to think about some entrepreneurship endeavors Mm -hmm. and what one thing that i'm thinking about is what i hear you saying is maybe that looks like what other streams of income can be coming in yeah for sure um i never forget we were watching steve harvey once steve harvey i'm gonna get it wrong but he was pretty much talking about somebody who was talking about like how i want to say it was on his show like how hard they had it and he was like make more money right Hmm. um and it's sometimes some of our things i don't want to say that every um situation is financial but if you stress and your finances are stressed, it can add. Like we have lived that life too. Yeah, so we're yeah. not sitting here from a place of judgment. Like, oh, just like, no, we've had to really think 
you know, think through like, what is it that you have? Like, what is it that maybe sometimes we're in a situation like, am I living? Can I um, change the lifestyle that I'm living so that it will allow me to build a nest egg? What are the activities that I'm doing every single day? How can I double down on business or what can I add to my products or services? What problems can I solve to generate more income? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big one is understanding that as a marketer, understanding that as an entrepreneur, you are really here to solve someone's problems. Mm -hmm. So really figuring out what problems can be solved in the marketplace so that I can generate more income to to provide me with more income and some more fulfillment. Yeah, I think I think that's great information. I also think that um you also need to realize that you don't have to just you don't have to deal with it alone. Don't be scared of the power of partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys can figure that out together. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I say all the time, it don't have to be a 10-year-old deal. It could be deal by deal. It could be, you know, how, whatever, however you guys structure it. But I think that if if you know your weakness and you know somebody else's strength and you guys come together to generate some income, I don't think anything is wrong with that. Another thing that I would I would say along the way is trim some fat, cut back on some expenses. Yeah. Um, and, and that's... Those are the hard conversations. And sometimes we're in the rat race because we're not willing to take an L. We, yeah. We've done that. We did a podcast a long time ago. If we could find it, we'll link it. I know it's only on Audible, but it's like sometimes you got to take the L to take the W. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I commend, I've had some clients before that have been like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and sell this house. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, we're going to buy something smaller. We really, pay we're, off not, some debt. we're not use, using all this space yep. anyway. We're going to pay off some debt. We're going to have an X amount of your plan. And then once we're able, but they don't flood the money, right? Yeah, yeah. Once we're able to get on our feet, now we're going to go back at it. But a lot of us aren't willing to do that because what we're afraid about somebody going to say, mm-hmm. you know, we're afraid of what somebody who is also in the rat race, yeah. because this is what I know about people who are successful. Successful people know that it takes sacrifice, right? So I was just on a call not a couple of weeks ago with some real estate besties. Um, It was a a call that I did for my other podcast. And one of the realtors said, you know what? I'm I'm Instacarting on the the side, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm doing that so that I can fund what I'm doing right now. Real estate is slow. I'm not giving up on it, but I'm doing what I got to do. Nobody on that call who's successful is kind of like, I cannot believe you. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, I, I, and when you Instacart and when you driving that stuff, drop your business card right in off. them groceries, right? right? Let them know you a hustler. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we're unwilling to, to trim back and do what we need to do because we're afraid of what someone else is going to think of us. And at the end of the day, you know, like we, we might be in a rat race with them same people. Who might judge us? Yeah, I actually love that story. Um, I'm actually thinking about my own situation, right? And I, we had a conversation yesterday um, that I'm just coming out of certain things in my own business because I've been so focused on the flow, on the cash flow. Mm-hmm. To now, I'm back. Surf, I'm back focused on building, building some exactly, revenue, right? right? But but it takes it takes a certain level of maturity and experience to be able to identify where you are in 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 those two and roles. Pivot. Yeah, for and sure. Pivot when you yeah. Need to. Yeah, and and I'm gonna pat myself on the back because I I had to have long hard conversations with me on like I want to buy 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 and rent 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 rent, but does that make sense in this season? At this season. Right, right. Right. And it's not that you're forfeiting one dream 
to focus on another. But what we do is sometimes we we will back ourselves in a corner, yep. right? We will back yep. ourselves in a corner for what looks good. Like when you really look at statistics, y'all, most entrepreneurs cannot even pay themselves. Right. Yeah. It looks it looks really good on paper, but they their ROI, their return on investment is very low. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot. But but we looking good. Right. Mm-hmm. We look like we got a big mm-hmm. team or we look like we're doing all these deals. Yep. But what we're not saying is like, yeah, I'm doing the deals, but the, but the company is paying slow and this, yeah. that and the other, which uh, which then makes you figure out like I was doing better on the job. Right. Yeah. So really, really looking at your expenses, seeing where you can trim, trim some fat, where can you um, generate some more money? And then here's another one, y'all, um, in terms of getting out the rat race. And this was a game changer for, for me. Um, and that was taking some risks. Mm. You know, mm. that was doing it scared. Yeah. That was saying, OK, I know like. You know, some oh, I'm trying to think what this girl said. Like, am I seeking comfort or success? Mm. Right. Because sometimes you can't have both. I think I'm jacking up her quote. But, um, you know, I knew teaching was comfortable for me. And even though I had my same little cycle that I was going through, I was so comfortable. I was afraid of the discomfort that mm. I was I was willing to forfeit success. Yeah. But by stepping out and taking a risk mm-hmm. and, you know, I. I can encourage people every day, like do something, say yes to something today that you normally might say no to. Right. Yeah. So if you like, if you, you've been going to Dunkin' Donuts, try Starbucks one time. Yeah. If you don't yeah. like it, then you never have to do it again. Yeah. Right. But try to say you like, start to train your mindset that we are flexible, yeah. that we, you know, that, that we can flow, we can be in our flow state. Um, because when we are inflexible and we're not taking risks, then that really can cut us off at the ankle. Yeah. I'm thinking, um, I, I got my hair cut this morning. And it was a gentleman in the chair before me from Chicago. Mm. Look, Chicago, take no doubt. He, dude, but he was 28. He is 28 years old. He is a nurse. has a nursing job. Okay. But he's a real estate investor. And Rob told him that I was coming after him. So he was really excited. Not excited, but he, he really wanted to have a conversation with me. Yeah. So I walked in there while he was getting his hair cut. And he, you know, was asking my side of the business and whatever. So I told him how many doors I had. He said, oh, I don't have that many doors. I have uh, 32. And I was like, okay, well, where are you? You living in Texas, right? Staying in McKinney. He said they're in Oklahoma. I have a couple, you know, some multifamily in Chicago. And I think he said Indiana or something like that. So how are you, how are you managing it? And he, you know, he had a management company and blah, blah, blah. So he said, yeah, I wish I would have did it a little bit differently. And I said, well, what does that mean? He said, well, you know, I have my regular nine to five, but I wish I would have been able to stack some cash along the way. Mm. And I was like, it's interesting because I just read, I listened to a podcast about this. So we were talking about the power of two. So let me give you two things. We were talking about the power of, let's just say wholesaling, right? And you do a deal, you make five, 10 grand, do it again, do it again, do it again. Let's say you get up to that ninth deal and he was like, okay, I have some, some reserves. I'll keep this one. I'll, exactly. Yeah. That's that was the strategy that he wish he would have did in reverse. Not that he was struggling, but he just right. wish he was more liquid, right? But, but, and I hear I hear something though. It's in e because we're always gonna wish, you know, like there's always gonna be room for improvement. But one thing that you said that I think is great to hear, especially about this gentleman's situation, is that he didn't quit his day job. One hundred percent. You know, I told him that too. Yeah. So so he probably at some point recognized and we've talked about this with friends because I can't believe we at the age where we thinking about retirement. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. But you know, like 
we are in the day and age like hey are you really like for your day job and everyone isn't called to entrepreneurship right but what are some risks that you can take because we understand that best case scenario your day job by the time you retire if your pension is still there mm -hmm. then you're not going to be expected to live on 40 percent right right, right. On, on 40 50 percent of what you are what you living on right now mm -hmm. I mean, and the hope is that you have your house paid off and your expenses are less. But let's just be real. People move every five to seven years, yep, right? Yep. So you're probably going to retire with some sort of a mortgage. Um, so what I hear is that this guy, his day job is working. Mm -hmm. It is providing him with cash flow so that he can take different risks. But he's going to have these 32 doors to fall back on, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. And that's real estate is an avenue for some people to get out of the rat race. For some people, it's a career change. For some people, it's opening a business, putting yourself out there. But I think that the thing is, and this is what I will want our Eagles to walk away with, is like if you already see the writing on the wall, mm -hmm. like this is just going to be a never-ending cycle, it's up to you to decide how can I break the chain? Yeah. Like how can I break the flow of what, what is inevitable because I don't want to end up and be in a space where I'm just stuck. Yeah. Nobody likes feeling stuck. No, no. Well, one of the, how can I break the chain? One of the ways of always breaking the chain is through ownership. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not saying real estate is the only way, but I will tell you this, that real estate is an amazing asset to have. Absolutely. To be able to sell if, if or when you need. If and when you need. Yeah. And, and look, listen, let me tell you something. Let us need the equity out this house. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that. I, we, I, um, I will deck that apartment out, boy. Right. I will deck it out to get us on our feet. <laughs> um, Alex sent me something last night in Dallas. Tom Thumb just this. I don't some six million. I'm gonna send it to you. Uh, six million dollar situation, but it's 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 a red bird something down there. Anyways, it's like a two hundred million dollar situation, and he sent it to me about eleven o'clock last night, and he was like, "You know where this is, right?" And I was like, no, somewhere in Dallas. He sent me a map. He screenshotted where, where his development was. And four blocks over, guess what was right there? What? Genesis. Our rental. Oh, okay. I'm I had like, no I'm idea. Like, I had, okay. but what okay. I'm so just, just equity, 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 right? Because of the development that's happening right around the corner. So the point that I'm making is ownership. Have some sort of, of real estate. Um, and this is what I've learned too. You know, I used to buy and sell everything before we got into rentals, right? Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to hold. Yeah. You know, have some patience. And don't be afraid to have a strategy. Yeah, yeah. Right. You go. Don't be afraid to go. have a strategy and and really sit down and do the numbers and figure out what's working. Right. Then yeah. if you if you looking and you saying, okay, every single month I am I'm just barely going back, then that might be time to get a side hustle so that now you can build up a nest egg. Like it can look, you know, on our level, it looks like real estate. On somebody else's level, it may look like selling Mary Kay on the side. And on somebody else's level, it may look like flipping multifamilies, which we don't do. So there are definitely levels, but the big thing is actually sit down and take assessment of what the situation is and create a plan and take some risk in order to change it. If you if you want to change it. If you want to change it. You know, because some folks like me in that game, they're comfortable in the rat race. I'm 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 gonna speak on this and then I'm I'm gonna I'll leave it here. And you done? Yeah. Um it's okay to start small. It's okay to start you small. You know, because yep. people people want everybody want a six figure situation, right? It don't have to be here's here's the best example that I just popped into my mind. About a week ago, I sent Jonathan to Home Depot to buy a lockbox. Lockbox mm -hmm. is what you put your key in, you put on the door, combination code. And he screenshots me the receipt 
and it was $41. And I was like, there's no way that these lockboxes nowadays are $41. I wound up literally going on Amazon and they had lockboxes on there. You can buy them by the dozen and they were $13 a pop. That's a biz. Right. You follow right. what I'm saying? Right. You take it, you spend it 13, getting 40. Spend it 13, if, if you're getting 35, right? You doubling and tripling the money. That's a business. So think about if you sold 100 lot boxes a week, right? That's what Gary Vee says. Yeah. Like, you know, so figuring out ways that you can, like, what does success look like for you? Yeah. And figuring out a way to get there because it's available. Yeah. And that's why I say it's available. okay to start small, right? You know, those numbers add up and they add up quick. Yeah, That's so awesome. I like the subject, but it's just pretty cool. Um, getting out of the rat race, we gave some some really tangible uh, action steps and, and examples on how to get out of the rat race. Yep. And um, you know, hopefully, people get something from it. Yes, I hope you do. Eagles, if you if any part of this episode resonated with you, go ahead and hit that share button. Share it with a friend. Leave us a comment if you're watching on YouTube. You can give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment, and if you are on any podcast platform, a five star review Please. would mean the world to us. Um, you could go ahead and give us a five star review, and if you will leave a comment on the podcast platform, that just really puts us in front of other people mm-hmm. who this podcast can help. I love it. Thank you guys for tuning in. All See right. y'all on the next one. Bye, Eagles.